Hello, angels. Welcome back to Angels Anonymous, the podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa. Angels Anonymous is a health and spirituality podcast hosted by myself, a 25-year-old ex-professional dancer, now yoga instructor, and integrative health coach in recovery. I share vulnerably on this podcast about my struggles with addiction to pretty much anything and everything, including body image, food, relationships, comparison, and so much more. Through an open-minded perspective, I explain how you can overcome your struggles and finally feel like you're enough. Today I'm fucking tired. It's it's Monday night at 9 p.m. and I don't even think I want to go back and listen to this episode before I post it. Normally I listen back to it and cut out some long pauses or ums or things I don't like to say but at this point I'm just ready to fucking rip it and see what happens. So naturally, because I'm feeling burnt out, burnt out and tired, I am doing an episode on um, rest and honoring our bodies and why rest is so fucking hard. Um, and a little bit about the cycles too, especially like the menstrual cycle and the four phases that we go through. So let's get into it with an angel number first. The angel number that I picked is number 989. And the reason I picked that is because I've been seeing it nonstop. Um, angel number 989 is a strong message that some aspects of your life will be coming to an end or closure. This may be due to an issue or situation no longer positively serving you. Look upon these changes and endings with a positive frame of mind as you will find that once completion or closure has come to pass, auspicious new opportunities will present that will be better suited to your skills, talents, wants, needs, and destiny. Angel number 989 brings a message that it is time for you to grow beyond any limiting, hindering, and or negative belief, thoughts, and patterns that may be holding you back in any way. Be mindful that and pay attention that Oh, God. Be mindful and pay attention to your behaviors and you will discover when you consciously choose to change your beliefs and behaviors, you begin to view events with a f- fresh set of eyes and are drawn to higher and more positive and productive beliefs and actions. You are encouraged to live your life as a positive example and to illuminate the path for others to follow. Trust that you will be fully supported by the angelic angelic am i okay angelic and spiritual realms as you fulfill your destiny and my cord keeps banging that's so fucking annoying okay hopefully it will stop doing that so i think when i first saw like something's coming to an end i immediately oh my god okay there we go um i immediately get nervous and feel like oh god what's gonna be cut out of my life is the guy I'm talking to gonna stop talking to me what's ending but then it puts a positive spin on it and tells us that even though things might be ending that we need to look upon these changes with a positive frame of mind because when we look at things with a fresh set of eyes we end up in greater alignment with with ourselves so that's the angel message let's ground before I explain why I'm so fucking tired slow down sit down close your eyes Oh, let's get out of our head and into our bodies for a moment. Breathe in through your nose, fill up your lungs, top to bottom, side to side. Open mouth, exhale. Two more, breathe in. Open mouth, exhale, imagine any tension or stress leaving out through your mouth. One more breath in. 
Hold it at the top. Take in one more sip of air. Open mouth, exhale. Beautiful. I've had kind of a whirlwind weekend. I've just been um, saying yes to more plans than usual. And I have my period right now. I think the last couple periods that I've had, I've felt more energetic and more in alignment with this masculine 24-hour, like always productive and full of energy type of rhythm, partially because I drink caffeine every day. So I think I am prone to numbing out the subtleties of how my energy is feeling. But sometimes the caffeine just doesn't cut it either and I hit a slump. I think I'm also feeling like I think I mentioned in the last episode a little bit I'm feeling pretty insecure or unstable unstable in some areas of my life including finances and my job um now that I'm putting myself out there as a health coach and like okay I'm open for business I have these many spots uh when you don't get a whole like dm list full of people who are inquiring and even if people inquire it doesn't mean everyone's gonna sign up it can be very discouraging and I think that's what I ultimately feared about starting my own business was being rejected right like putting myself out there and people not saying yes to it but part of starting our own business and um being a sole entrepreneur is being in it for the long game and continuing to put yourself out there and listen to your energies and follow the cycles of your own internal rhythms and do it when it feels right and in alignment and to not force it right like that's coming into the divine feminine and I'm going to distinguish the divine feminine and masculine as I talk more about the cycles too um But the divine feminine no longer forces. She no longer lives as a means of being productive. She doesn't find her worth in productivity. She finds her worth in simply being. She finds her worth in enjoying life, in eating good food, in embodying who she truly is, even if that means she looks a different way than she may have idolized herself to be or wanted to be in the past, even if that means her relationships look different, even if that means she shows up differently in the world than the people around her than she thought she should be or who she was um, in her past or people that used to be in her life or may have been in her life for a long time view her as um, the divine feminine allows herself to flow and change and pivot and I think another really strong quality is knowing that you don't have to follow through completely on every single idea that you have that lesson or whenever when someone told me that I felt so free to just go with the flow and follow like what's most present in my heart at this moment even though I have this dream of like going to teach yoga at a surf retreat in Costa Rica it doesn't mean that I need to like set my life aside here in Denver and go just because it's like on my heart and if it's meant to be it will be some thoughts are just meant to be thought and like just the thought or the dream of them alone or just seeing that possibility um for our lives is enough that is like you can check the box but it's hard to know right like there's no rule book or there's no divine to-do list that comes down and is like okay these are the the to-dos or the things that you should pursue and these are the ones that won't lead you to the right path so I think the divine feminine knows that there is no right path it's simply a journey of lessons and alignment and misalignment only to get us to where we're ultimately meant to go which is exactly where we are we're never behind we're never um late 
even though we in this masculine 3D matrix of a world run on a 24-hour time schedule and we have appointments and we need to plan for things, the divine feminine finds a way to balance that and embodies her divine masculine too, which is the planning and the structure and the completion of actions and the commitment and the follow-through and um, working up, like climbing the ladder, that that kind of a thing, like the 3D world, right? Money and planning and structure and houses. And the divine feminine, she can, a divine woman can embody both the divine feminine and the masculine and find fluidity in the structure. So that's really what I've been working on honing in in my life for a long time. Honestly, since I think a couple episodes back or maybe... I don't know if it was the last episode. I think it was two episodes ago when I talked about my autoimmune journey and like learning Ayurveda medicine and working with a doctor and a holistic doctor. That's really when I started tapping into my feminine and realizing, oh, fuck, like this masculine energy isn't working so well for me. Working on this 24-hour go, go, go fiery time clock of just like constantly doing, producing, working out every day, like blah, blah, blah. The list goes on. That wasn't working for my body. I'm a sensitive, unique being. I get to honor the cycles of my own body and what it wants. I was out of tune with my period. I was on hormonal birth control. I was completely out of touch with myself, my intuition, all the above. So there were some steps I took first going through like the breakdown of a physical illness and an autoimmune to wake me up and be like, bro, you cannot live your life this way. You need to chill out and find a way to excuse me naturally combat stress and then deeper layers of that have continued to expose themselves of once I started getting in tune with that I got off um well I got off hormonal birth control around the same time and then I got my period back nine months later after working with that doctor sorry if you listen to another episode that literally says the same thing Um, But anyways, the meaning of that is like it was so rewarding to get back in tune with my cycle. And the guy that I'm talking to now is like, dude, you talk about your cycle all the time. And I'm like, I know it's literally the center guiding force of my life, like where I'm at in my cycle, if I'm on my period or if I'm um, ovulating or in my luteal phase or follicular, those are the four different phases. Um, Each one of those carries a different type of energy, a different type of emotions, a different type of actions that we could be taking. And that also lines up with the cycle of the moon too. So if you didn't know, the moon is a 28-day cycle and our period or our menstrual cycle is a 28-day cycle-ish as well. It might be a little bit more, a little bit less. And if you're in alignment with the new moon, that's I think like the most ideal um, alignment to have. So if you're bleeding on or around the new moon, which is when there's no moon in the sky, that happens once a month, then you're in alignment. Um, And I've Googled like what it means if I bleed on the new moon versus if I bleed on the full moon because I have flip-flop between both and they mean different things. But I'm not going to Google that right now. You can Google that if if you're interested. Um, But yeah, so 
being in tune with my cycles has allowed me to rest. So this was a long-winded intro to start explaining why the fuck rest is so important and why the fuck being in tune with our cycles, if you have one, is so important. Even if you're a man or you have more masculine energy or you're on a birth control that doesn't allow you to menstruate, you can still be in tune with how you're feeling day to day. I just know for myself, knowing the days leading up to my period, I can start to feel it coming. I can feel my emotions changing and I know a lot of times we lean on PMS and like those symptoms as a crutch like oh I'm on my period but really like some people are just a bitch all the time and they're like well it's because this it's because that. So I I use that excuse with a I take it with a grain of salt like it has validity but also I'm willing to look at the deeper things and meanings of why my emotions might be what they are right now that might have a factor to play in the extreme level of or like the heightened level of my emotions you know what I mean but there's always something underlying anyways whether it's stored trauma or whatever we might we might not get to the reason but just giving ourselves the space to have those emotions, communicating to the people around us that we notice something's going on internally. You don't have to blame it on your period. Like you can truly own it and be accountable for the emotions that you feel when you're upset, when you're tired, when you're angry, when you're irritable, when you're grieving. Like any and all emotions are valid and welcome and not good or bad. They just are and they all deserve space. But I know for me, the tired emotions, the sad, the angry, the reactive emotions are really hard for me to give myself grace with. And um, I was acting particularly emotional around the guy that I'm talking to and a couple other people. And I was just like, I needed to explain that to him. Like, I'm I don't feel like myself and I think I explained that in the last episode too, but it continued even into this last week too and we had our first quote-unquote conflict and um, it ended up being resolved in a healthy way, thank God. But I was just like very emotional and after that conflict I like laid outside, looked up at the stars and wanted to get some clarity and I was super in a super reactive state and I just felt like, okay, I'm going to run and close my heart now and be done with him. And it was great while it lasted. I'm grateful for the experience, but I'm ready for him to like no longer put in any sort of effort. I'm done here. And luckily, like the weekend turned out beautifully and we spent some really beautiful quality time together. And he really like showed up in a way that I was not expecting, went above and beyond to show me that he quote unquote fucked up, even though I don't think that happened at all. I think it was literally miscommunication and a 50 50 yeah I think we were both accountable for that equally and we both got triggered we both it took us back into like our childhood defensive selves I was super emotional wanted to close off he felt like it resembled some past shit and really could like own it in the future and I was like wow this just shows me even more that the qualities that he has mirrors the type of person that I would want and I was frustrated when I wanted to end things like when my heart wanted to close I went back to my list of values that I um, want or desire in a guy or in a partner Um, I have it in my notes on my phone and I haven't looked at it since I started talking to him and he literally checked like 90% of the boxes 
I'm like, fuck. So then I wrote down pros and cons of, you know, spending more time with him. And those were relatively equal just because I was so upset and emotional. Like I could think of so many like negative things at the time. Um, And then I talked to my mom the next day and she was like, you know what, Vanessa, you need to take a breath, take a step back. Know that like this is not a red flag yet. This is not a pattern of behavior. You've mentioned all these positive things about him. He's acknowledged that he's sorry give it some time do not act different around him don't close your heart off quite yet like just let it go and enjoy the weekend and he's clearly putting in an effort to like show you what he means to you and isn't ready to you know change the dynamic or pull back quite yet at this point if that's like not what we want to do right now so just be open to it and like when we hung out I felt like he immediately soothed me in a way and like communicated to me in a way where I still felt safe to be open and I don't know if I've ever experienced that before like by this point in any sort of like relationship situationship dynamic my heart is like freaked out and closed off and I think at this point we're both afraid of commitment um Yeah, so we're just keeping it label-free, saying that I'm seeing someone. Like, if you're in a similar situation and you're like, where's the label? Like, you're trying to rush it. Just enjoy it for what it is. Making a friendship first is so important. And I was like, we can ride this phase out as long as we want. I want to build a friendship with you more than anything. If anything is going to last, like, it's because it's founded on a really strong friendship and we are having tons of fun lately. So I just want to keep it as is. I'm really happy and secure in our level of commitment and like understanding and clarity with each other so that's that I told him I wouldn't talk about him in this episode but it's hard not to because I love love (laughs) it's not love okay it's probably lost at this point but I just I um the people I'm seeing it's fun to talk about okay anyways moving on back to the cycles that's why I think I was so emotional and why my reaction to what happened was so heightened whatever. So like I said, I'm on my period right now and I just feel like so exhausted and I have no motivation and it's so nice to have a period and have a week every month as a woman where I know my energy is going to be low, where I know I get to take a week off from working out, where I might go for walks or do a slow flow or like sometimes I'll lift towards the end of the week but especially on my first few days of bleeding when it's heavier and when I'm just like knocked down by the releasing of all the things I allow myself rest it gives me permission my period is literally a permission slip to slow the fuck down once a month now if you have a job in the masculine corporate world it's harder to slow the fuck down right like we work five days a week nine to five relatively or like around that time frame I worked six to three now that I'm laid off I feel like so scattered in the jack of all trades I'm working at the coffee shop and like wanting to be more present on social media and open myself to clients and I feel the pressure of like if I don't post enough on social media I haven't felt inspired or creative to like post reels and like get people intrigued and and stay relevant on their feed I'm just like fucking exhausted by social media and that happens to me so frequently honestly the only thing that lights me up right now is this podcast and like 
I think it's because of the long-term gratification of it. Like I'm putting in this effort to really dive into my own thoughts. And if someone's holding the space for me to listen to this, then that shows that they truly care and like want to invest their time in what I have to say versus this quick fix, short-term gratification of like a reel or a story. And that's more so for entertainment. I mean, this is too, but it's more expressive and educational and like, an investment of your time and we can go way deeper and cover so much more in a matter of 40 minutes to an hour and listening to me once a week versus a 10 second post that I can come up with in a caption like I don't know it's just it doesn't really make sense to me right now social media feels like a chase um I loved the ride for a while. It was really fun to make reels and TikToks and my TikTok was doing really well for a little bit. But then it's just like, fuck, I feel caught up in this cycle of chasing and producing every 24 hours, like posting damn near every day. And that just does not feel in tune with my rhythms. And so what I want to distinguish is first, okay, First, the circadian rhythm versus infradian rhythm. So our world runs on a circadian rhythm, the 24-hour time clock. I'm sure you've all heard of that before, like with the sun, rise with the sun, set with the sun, whatever. The circadian rhythm is a rhythm that all of us, men and women and anything in between, have within us, okay? So we all follow this rhythm. Men, however, wake up and go to bed and everything in between their day or um, a presenting male, I guess, with like, you know, more testosterone and whatever. Um, I don't know how to fully like speak about gender versus, you know, like sex and whatever, but I'm trying my best. So masculine presenting humans with the only the circadian rhythm so people without a period wake up and their testosterone level is really high they're ready to get going they can jump out of bed and be super productive and yeah like ready to work they still I think like continue to escalate or like slowly potentially plateau throughout the morning or midday and then by the end of the workday they like hit the slump or like the productivity starts to go down so that's why we have happy hours around that time and then we go to bed right like we go home we relax we go to bed and we wake up again and do it all over again and it's wild to me to think that our whole fucking world and work schedule and happy hour and like productivity runs on a man's system in addition to the male man male masculine gendered fuck system people who have a period also have what's called an infradian rhythm infradian rhythm and that's a 28 day rhythm or cycle that goes through those four phases of the luteal follicular um, menstrual and ovulatory I think that's a word um, phases and so with all of those phases, they have different energies. They're, they last a different amount of days. We um, can produce different things at different times. Sometimes they're meant for like resting and introspection. The uh, menstruation phase is really key for like setting intentions, resting, nesting, taking care of yourself, slowing down, prioritizing sleep, rest, all those things like really disengaging your mind and like letting life flow. But not everyone um, can create their own schedule with their jobs and you know whatever you're pursuing. So you might not be able to rest the way that your body 
requires. Um, and for me personally, like I worked the last two days and today was my first day off on Monday. Today's Monday that I'm recording this. And I felt guilty for resting. Like I hung out at the guy I'm seeing's house all day and it helped that I was with him like he was working but it still just felt like we were hanging out so I felt like I was doing something like I feel like when I, you're spending time with a person or a partner it feels like you're accomplishing something like giving and getting that exchange of energy is very fulfilling versus just like sitting in your bed by yourself it's like fuck I should get up and do something like why am I being a waste of space right now why am I being a lazy human blah 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 all this negative shameful self-talk that comes up which is so detrimental to our well-being like if we just let ourselves chill the fuck out and rest we would be so much more creative and so many more inspiring ideas and fiery energy would come our way if we just let ourselves rest but why is it so fucking hard why is it so challenging and like (sighs) exhausting to rest right like it's It feels just like a weight on my shoulders when I know I need to rest. I don't want to. I wish I could do anything else, but I wish I could run an errand. I wish I could read a book. Like sometimes my mind and my body just don't have the energy for anything. Sometimes it's not the excuse of my period. Sometimes I just am exhausted or emotionally exhausted or, you know, like the waves of energy in the world could be going through some sort of heightening up level. There could be going something going on with astrology. There could be something going on with our emotional stress or trauma or cycle or drama I don't fucking know literally anything any external factor it could be lack of sleep like infinite possibilities for why we could be feeling that way but I feel like we try to suppress it with caffeine with doing more with like labeling it with a negative label of I'm being lazy whatever like I should just get the fuck up and it's almost like a point of entertainment when we talk about ourselves that way it's like a a way that we relate to our ourselves and to our each other we're like yeah I've been so fucking lazy oh my god me too like we relate and and uh find common ground in the negative ways that we talk about ourselves which gets to stop right like we get to flip that script and start talking about ourselves in a different way like yeah I'm honoring my body today and I got to rest it felt really good it was challenging for me and my mind came up with all these different things but I didn't attach to those thoughts and I decided to allow myself this week to rest and slow down and even if you still have a job it's like we still have more hours throughout the day where we can decide what we want to do for ourselves and so leaning into that and what our energy needs is so important because I know I've said this in another episode but maybe it was the last episode when we don't pick a day to rest or a phase to rest our body will pick it for us it could come out in panic or anxiety attacks it could come out in an emotional breakdown a physical breakdown a physical illness if your body's whispering at you for long enough and you're not listening it'll start to scream at you resting is so important and I am starting to teach a yoga class this week I'm going through a series of the seven chakras over the next seven months so I'm focusing on each chakra for a month the first one is a root chakra and one of the key points to know about chakras which are basically energy centers in your body there's seven of them that move from the root like the base of your spine all the way up to the crown of your head 
um google like the seven chakras and watch a youtube video if you want to learn more about that i'm sure i'll talk about it in another episode but the root chakra has to do with like base survival needs of food water it's kind of like the maslow's hierarchy of needs or like a similar um comparison of that like if you don't have those basic needs met met of feeling secure and financially safe and you have a bed to sleep in and food to eat and water to drink you can't level up in any other way in your creativity and your sense of confidence in the way that you have an open heart like you get to start with your base foundation and that includes rest and structure and routines so when a chakra is you could either say deficient or over um what do I want to say? Like overindulged or there's too much of it. Think about like a fire. If it's, if the fire is really low, it could go out. And if the fire is really strong, it could like overburn or go into a wildfire or something. So you want each energy center, the root, the sacral, the core chakra, all seven of them, you want them to be properly stoked or in balance. So a deficient root chakra shows up as like anxiety. You might start to get underweight if you have physical symptoms show up like that. Um, you feel really insecure and an overindulged root chakra would be like um, binge eating or obesity or really rigid boundaries just like the complete opposite just way too much earthy energy and you need to flow a little bit more you know like get into the the water and the air signs more or like the elements more so than the earth element so you can either be deficient or overindulgent or (laughs) what's the word I want to say I can't think of it found it overactive or excessive okay so Deficient says fearful, anxious, disconnected, disorganized, financial difficulties, underweight. Overactive or excessive says fear of change, rigid boundaries, hoarding, greed, sluggish, tired, obesity, or overeating. When our root chakra is harmonized or balanced, we are grounded, embodied, stable, calm, centered, sense of safety, trusting in the world. So our root chakra has the element of earth and the color is red. The purpose of it is our foundation. So when we're feeling burnt out, we got to come back to our foundation, right? Those core practices of meditation, sleep, eating three times a day plus snacks, drinking enough water, honoring what our body needs in order to level up in our creativity, confidence, all that sense of purpose, intuition, all those things. Whenever I notice myself feeling exhausted, I'm like, I don't want to go back to the root. I don't want to honor this cycle. I just want to keep feeling energized and happy all the time and ready to produce and bear fruit of the tree that is my body and my creativity. Like I want to bear the fruit and reap the benefits all the time. I don't want to go within and plant the seeds because there's no immediate reward for that, right? So honoring our cycles are really important. Another fun comparison is our cycles of the month resemble the four seasons and our menstrual cycle is like the winter and then I forget what exactly the order is goes to show how much I'm um, an expert with the cycles. I feel like when I read this stuff I understand and know it but I don't have it memorized yet but yeah all four of the phases of our cycle match with the seasons too so just think about it that way it's like some seasons produce more fruit than others and again it's like a it's a tool to understand ourselves better and be able to validate and honor our needs and know how to 
uniquely provide those needs or meet those needs for ourselves instead of looking elsewhere instead of comparing ourselves instead of going on social media and looking I just listened to the August soul message from Kelly Pender's podcast the badass babe oracle she talked all about that how we when we're imbalanced in our energy or when we're not secure with ourselves which has everything to do with our root chakra we start looking elsewhere we start getting out of tune with our own cycles and trying to like see what other people are doing and then copy that or feel obligated to produce just because other people are whether it's post on social media launch a new offering get into a relationship like whatever it is but we know for ourselves when we're really connected to our intuition We know what our needs are. We know where we're at in our cycles. And having a menstrual cycle helps me tangibly see where I'm at. And I also can feel it once I'm like nearing the end of my period. I'm like, woo, I have all this energy. I'm not sad anymore. I'm not tired. I'm not emotional. Let's fucking go. I'm ready to create. I'm ready to give my offering. But lately, I've just been like ignoring people's texts isolating, introverting. I don't want to post on social media. I don't feel creative at all. And it's like, I get to honor that. I'm not behind. I'm not late. I'm not where I shouldn't be. There's no pressure. Like the ideas are going to come through when they're meant to. I felt the same way about starting my podcast. I started it months after I was ready and years after I had the initial idea. Like it came through so much later than the timing that I thought I should have. And now looking back, it was perfect timing. So I get to give myself that same grace and see the that path ahead of time. Like I don't have to give myself that freedom when the results come or like when the thing finally gets executed. I can have that freedom and peace in the process of by slowing down, by resting, by giving myself the space that I need to recharge and trust that the fruit will bear, right? We don't we don't look at a plant or a veggie or a fruit tree and think, when is this fruit going to produce? Is it going to? Like we water the seeds and we trust that it's going to bear fruit in the season that it's going to or bear, you know, the produce that it's meant to when it's meant to. Different fruits bear in different seasons and we also are meant to eat seasonally as well, right? Like we eat cool foods and fruits and light stuff in the summer and really hearty root veggies and warm things in the winter. Like there's such a rhythm to everything and we trust that in nature so strongly. But then when it comes to our own bodies, I feel like we struggle and second guess so much. So... I just wanted to dive into that mostly for myself, honestly, but just a good reminder for you too, because I feel like whenever I hear someone tell me that it's okay to slow down, I'm like, thank fucking God. Like, you don't want to show up on social media either. Oh, thank God, because I feel like 101% of people are never exhausted and the people that I see showing up constantly, I'm like, how the fuck are you doing that? Like, eh. And then I get jealous and compare myself and put myself down and whatever. We're all doing a fucking great job and we deserve rest, okay? There's a lot going on energetically, collectively, in our lives. A lot of transition going on. I see it in myself. I see it in my friends. I see it everywhere. We're all going through some shit, but it's all for the greater good of growth and healing and up-leveling and embodying our most aligned selves so that's really all I have to say with the cycles I want to end with um, the difference between divine masculine and divine feminine energy so divine masculine 
like I said, is like that circadian rhythm. It's um, also if you think of like the yin and the yang sign, it's the yang, which is the white side. That's energy. That's the sun. That's um, structure. It's confidence. It's strong. It's very um, dominant. It's it pursues things. It's very structured and logical. And uh, yeah, I hope you get that. What do you th- what you think of like the masculine energy, like the ugh, the fiery, the, even in like a yoga practice, it's the vinyasa flow. It's the hot, heated, intense classes. Now, the divine feminine is the yin side. So if you know what yin yoga is, it's like slow, stretchy, holding postures for five minutes each, breathing, getting into the deep fascia layers. The divine feminine resembles like the moon and the water. Um, Water resembles like our emotions and just allowing fluidity into our lives. It's rolling with the cycles, going with the flow, allowing for change to happen, being steady and at peace amidst the change or the flow of the waves and really being that like divine goddess you know just like the the grounded embodied in tune with herself fluid sensitive goddess so the divine masculine and the divine feminine energies we both we have in all of our bodies every body possesses that and the chakras allow us to get in tune with both of those energies some are more dominant in the masculine i would say like the bottom three the root shake root sacral and core chakra are the divine masculine i'm just literally making this up i don't know if it's true but intuitively this is what makes sense to me because it's very like grounded earthy and then the core chakra or solar plexus right in your stomach is all about like fire the sun element production confidence like getting after it taking action and then the heart center is like the bridge that connects the two and then I would say the divine feminine is like the throat speaking your truth intuition third eye like connecting to your inner wisdom and then the crown chakra like connecting to the divine and obviously the divine is feminine feminine and masculine all at the same time but um I even think of like the divine masculine as like God the father and the divine feminine is like all of the goddesses and mother earth and Gaia and all that kind of stuff so it's everywhere there's a lot of talk about it lately I feel like it's such a familiar word in my vocabulary that I forget that people don't really know what it is or have heard it before maybe once or twice and are like what the fuck are you talking about and I'm like what this is like I talk about it every day. So I wanted to distinguish that in my own words. I purposely didn't look up what the four phases of the menstrual cycle are or what like divine versus masculine is or whatever the fuck else I talked about. I literally just wanted to talk this episode and let it be more authentic and just like pulling from my own knowledge because number one I'm exhausted and like don't have the energy to prepare for this episode so I literally wung it harder than I've wung (laughs) wung did any episode before and two like I just wanted my own wisdom to come through and sometimes that's valid enough like we don't need proof we don't need evidence we don't need other people's words we just need like whatever is coming through in our hearts and that's the most relatable and vulnerable and authentic to us in the moment but I also love when I have the energy to prepare for episodes and I know like even as a yoga teacher when I prepare for classes and I feel 
well-versed and I like watched some other videos or learned some things from other teachers and got some ideas and then I have the sequence planned out and the music flows perfectly and it all comes together. It's like a very well-executed class, but I've also taught really good classes that are more go with the flow and I don't have anything planned, but it's just a matter of like, what makes you feel the most secure? What feels best for you right now? Ask yourself that. What feels best for you right now? What do you know your soul needs? What would make your heart feel more open, feel released? What would help soothe your anxiety? Is it getting something done? Or do you think that it's getting something done just because you're so addicted to finding your worth and productivity? Maybe it actually would feel better to play, to slow down, to rest, to do things just for the sake of like enjoying them or like eating just to eat maybe eating some quote-unquote shitty meal like tonight I literally had pizza rolls and some leftover cauliflower with chick-fil-a sauce and blue cheese like I'm just like fuck it I literally don't have the energy to I have very little energy to take care of myself right now and that's okay So just giving ourselves grace and getting in tune with our cycles. It's been a motherfucking journey to learn all of this. And I hope to dive deeper into more of the like education of our cycles. And um, I want to learn more about astrology in the future and human design and all that stuff and basically give you a cheat code to understanding all this stuff because it's still foreign to me and I've been looking at it and trying to digest it bite by bite for years and it's still like what the fuck even after a lot of yoga training a 200 hour certification all the books that I've read on yoga philosophy all the podcasts I've listened to I'm still like what I don't know if I fully understand or am aligned with these things but what I want to show you is like it's okay to have flexibility and fluidity in honoring our cycles. Like my practices are not anywhere near perfect. I don't stay consistent with any one thing, whether it's like celebrating the full moon or the new moon or writing intentions or doing this for my routine or going to bed at this time. Like it's always changing. My schedule's always changing. So for me, like the highest embodiment of these practices is not judging myself and giving myself grace no matter what what my structures, routines, and fluidity looks like, like, or what emotions come up, like giving myself grace and giving myself permission for anything to show up and knowing I'm where I'm supposed to be, trusting in the greater picture that is everything and anything in this universe and just like knowing I'm good. All is good. Everything is happening for me. Just, you know, some of those cliche sayings really helps me get my head out of my head and into my body. So I hope that you are honoring your cycles. I hope that this helped educate you to some degree and reminded you of the importance of being in tune with your body and your unique needs and to stop fucking comparing on social media because it's all an illusion and we all fucking feel the same way. Sometimes some of us more than others, but just know we're all in the same boat. We're all fucking human. We're all struggling. We're all getting challenged left and right day by day. The second I have a good day, I'm like, oh God, I bet a challenging day is coming soon. Sure enough, it fucking does, but we survive. We have survived the worst of the days that we've ever experienced so far. So there's really nothing to be afraid of, even though fear is going to come up. Fear is, the acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real. So whenever you notice fear, 
that could be a signal or anxiety that your root chakra is out of balance and go fucking ground yourself. Some other practices that can help you get back in tune with your cycle or in tune with your root chakra is walking on the earth in your bare feet, going for a swim in the ocean, getting into nature. Nature is such a powerful way of feeling grounded, like legit. I know it sounds woo-woo, but putting your feet in the earth or in any sort of element, the mud, the water, um, the earth carries negative ions and we can release all of this like pent-up energy or positive ions that we gather or what's the word I want to say? collect i don't know that's not the word i want to say but it's me editing this podcast right now and i thought of the word it's accumulate whatever gather over time and the earth helps us release that and and neutralize that energy and balances our bodies out with the negative ions so if you don't have access to nature which i feel like most of us do meditating breathing praying eating being mindful doing one thing at a time calling people that you love, uh, sometimes even doing tasks that you've procrastinated on. All that stuff feels really good, but just letting yourself take a break. You deserve breaks and you deserve phases in your cycles of life to slow down and to find worth in just being who you are and not doing so much of the time. So sit the fuck down, rest. I had a really hard time resting today. I feel like I've just been go, go, going. And so I was like, damn, I have not been doing what I preach. I'm not practicing what I preach. So tomorrow I'm getting a massage and I have a couple other plans. Oh, I forgot to say I'm doing my first interview tomorrow with one of my besties, Chelsea Larson. She wrote a book called My Savage Truth and she is going to be my first podcast interview episode. I have a guest on. So next week we will be posting, I will be posting that episode with Chelsea and then I'm subbing for a yoga class and that's that's all I got tomorrow. So I'm going to do my best to honor my body and rest. Even though I still get, still get things done, I'm like jam-packing my day less, I guess, than I normally would when I have a ton of energy. Then I'll get more shit done. So listen to your energy, honor your cycles, be a badass bitch, and go rock the shit out of the rest of your week. Love you so much. Talk soon. Bye.